Welcome back to Into the Wings, your musical theatre podcast where we explore the on and off stage lives of your favourite performers and creatives. Today I'm joined by the amazing Princess Donna. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. Thank yeah. you. Was yeah. your travel okay in this morning? Oh, it was a dream. Do you live close? Um, I live in South London. Okay. So, so it's not that long to get here. That's good. Nice, easy breezy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, so you're currently in rehearsals for a tour of Romeo and Juliet. Yes, I am. Yeah. Indeed. How long have you been rehearsing for? So, so far we've done two weeks worth of rehearsal and I'm on a two week break. Within this two week break, <laughs> I'm learning lines yeah. and practicing songs, learning how to play the ukulele. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. the show? Yeah, for the show. Not just for fun. <laughs> no, not just for fun, but you know what? I actually really enjoy it. So oh, yeah. maybe, I know that ukulele is quite cheap, so maybe yeah. continue. It's another little thing to put on the CV isn't it it's true yeah so that and then when I get back from this two weeks it'll be another two weeks rehearsal and then we off we go oh wow so I'm pretty sure most of our viewers will probably know the story of Romeo and Juliet yeah so I won't ask you to do a brief synopsis <laughs> but do you want to just give a quick overview of so it's a little tour so mm -hmm. give a little overview of the tour um and maybe just like the process yeah, and so the tour actually starts from the 24th of July up to the 15th of September. Nice. So the whole of the summer, and it's with um, Fuller's Pubs, which have, an, have not an event, but they call it Shakespeare in the Garden. Mm -hmm. So um, it will be through different Fuller, Fuller's Pubs, which have lovely pub gardens, beer gardens, and um, it's outdoor in there. It doesn't matter what the weather is going to be, we're going to perform. Mm. And we've created our, we've like got this rigging that we've built platforms to create a set. It's quite high. So I think it's like five meters off the ground. So you've got to do a lot of climbing. Scary. Um, but we move. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So that's a little, that's what we're doing. It's going to be different pubs around England. So we go oh, to okay. different places all the time. All around, all around England. So not just like around London, is it? Yeah. So we come out. Sometimes we go to Bath. I think Bath is one of the places. That'd be nice. Yeah, like Surrey, everywhere, all yeah. around. So. Um, oh, awesome! That'll yeah. be fun. <laughs> <laughs> and are you Juliet? I am Juliet. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Which is scary. <laughs> Which yeah. is very scary. Yeah. <laughs> Um, How are you finding the rehearsal process? I'm finding it, it's been, do you know what? This production company, they have been a dream to work with. And the cast are so lovely. There's only six of us. Okay. Six of us, six of us even. <laughs> and um, we're all multi-rolling. So Juliet's my main role, but I also play Old Montague because <laughs> there's not a lot of scenes when we yeah. cross paths. Yeah. And um, yeah, so it's it's been a... It's been a, a fun to work with a bunch of people who I really get along with. Yeah. Had a lovely time. And rehearsal's been very chill. That's good. Very chill. Very, very chill, actually. We've done a lot of music, a lot of singing, did a few scenes, and then cool. we've done some sword fighting as well. Oh, wicked. Which That's is always fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> have you done sword fighting before? I have, yeah. Oh, yeah. very cool. And I've took a couple of lessons in long sword. Yeah, but oh. I need to get back on it. I just haven't got the time. But yeah, as you do. Yeah, there's a couple of long Oh, lessons. I love it. Yeah. Having a weapon in your hands, <laughs> <laughs> it is so much power. <laughs> okay, remind me not to piss off. <laughs> that was wicked. When did you do the long sword? Was it just for fun or? Yeah, because well, last year mm -hmm. I was in a, a a show. It was Robin Hood. 
Cool. And that was outdoor theatre as well. And um, I played Maid Marian, but she was very feisty. And so I got involved in a lot of the sword fighting and they taught us there. And after that, I was like, I love this. Yeah. I'm going to start taking a few lessons in it because <laughs> this is so, I'm supposed to fun. do this. Yeah. <laughs> Sound crazy now, but I'm supposed <laughs> to do this. It's fun. It does take a lot to get it into your mind of where you got to go. You want to hit someone, but you don't actually want to hit them. Yeah. You always have the intention, I don't want to hit you, yeah. but it needs to look, look like, like I'm, I'm going to hit, hit you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds intense, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> oh, well, that's really cool that you know how to sword fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, you mentioned that you've done a couple of outdoor uh, shows and stuff before. Mm -hmm. What's How do you find, because obviously you've done stage shows and also film work, how mm. do you find, do you prefer doing outdoor? Um, actually, I find outdoor quite similar to being on stage. Okay. Only because you have to project, but probably just even more so because yeah. you've got planes going across. You know, any cars going by, motorcycles, everything. Yeah. Um, it is fun. I I do enjoy it, and it is. It's always a funny story to tell if you're performing and it's pouring down with rain. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my preference would probably be on the stage yeah. or, or behind a camera, <laughs> behind a camera, in front in of front a of camera. camera. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I do enjoy it. It does, you know, change things up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And before you got the role of Juliet and Romeo and Juliet, mm -hmm. I came to see you in another tour, actually, um, of The Wedding Speech, which is an original play. Yeah. And it was the writer's debut, right? Yes, yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. And it was a really cool play. I've never, I've never seen a one-person show. So yeah. it was really cool to see a one-person show. Uh, and it was also really cool because it was in this cute little venue. It was called The Space. Yeah. And... <laughs> It was like this converted church, wasn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Well, one of the locations, but the location I came to was like this converted church. Uh, where was it? Um, it was the best place. It was the Isle of Dogs, I think. That was it, Isle yeah. Isle of Dogs, yeah. And it was a just like in there. the middle of nowhere. Nothing. There was just houses everywhere. It, yeah, it was really... I thought it was a very odd space to end the, sh the talk. That yeah. was the last one. Um. But, you know, they wanted the show, so yeah. production was like, well, we're going to give you the show yeah. then. But, yeah, very odd space. It's just, like, uh, loads of houses, and then there's a church. And guess what? The church isn't the church. It's a theatre. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it was it was fun being in there. It was actually quite haunted, I think. I think oh. it was haunted. Yeah. Really? Me and the director, we would sit in there going, no, something's happening in here. Oh, God. Sometimes the door would open by yeah. itself. No, You'd move you. things, and it's, like, it's not it's not in the same place anymore. <laughs> That but it wasn't, a, it wasn't a bad spirit. It was a nice spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> Everything I'm saying is terrifying. I would, be, I would be freaked out. I would have my sword out. Yeah, like, where's the sword? <laughs> so you mentioned that the space in the Isle of Dogs was your last venue. Yeah. How many venues did you do on the tour for the wedding speech? Um, I believe, I might be wrong here, but I think it might be seven or eight mm -hmm. one of those two yeah and different venues um it would depend we'd never do like a week the most we would do would probably be like four or three nights okay cool or you know or one night here there kind of thing yeah. so yeah but it, it was fun did was you have fun. a favorite venue that, to perform at I, I really loved the soho theater that was a really lovely place it was nice space to um perform in actually 
And um, also, I really like the space that we performed in um, for the Vaults Festival. Oh, of course, yeah. Even though I didn't have the best experience, sorry, <laughs> I didn't have the best experience there, but I really like the space. I think it really worked well for the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're no. going to that, but yeah. <laughs> That's okay. It's, I think it's really interesting that you get to go to so many different mm -hmm. theatres that are literally like the one in the Isle of Dogs was, it was a really cute little space. Yeah. And Even though it seems strange, it really works for the show because the whole show is based inside a bathroom yeah. and it's more intimate. There's less people. So the less people for that show, the better it, yeah. it works. Do you want to give a little overview of what what the wedding speech is about? Because obviously it's an original play. Yes. So. Um, so it's about a young woman called Rose and it's her mother's wedding. And Rose and her mother, they don't have the best relationship, uh, <laughs> putting it lightly, but Rose has to do a speech at the wedding, which is why it's called the wedding speech. And she locks herself in the bathroom of the reception of the wedding and thinks, what am I going to do? And basically the audience acts as if like uh, supporting her through yeah. figuring out how am I going to give someone a wedding speech who I don't really have a good relationship with, but she's my mum, so I should. Yeah. Um, so it, the, the show really focuses on um, toxic relationships with your mother, with our parents in general. And I do think sometimes people don't really want to, don't often want to talk about that with their mother. You normally always hear something about your father being, he wasn't there, he went for a packet of cigarettes and never came home <laughs> or something like that, you know? But um, yeah, with, the, with her mother, it's, a, it's dif different, it's difficult. And I, especially, I think especially in the black community, it's, it's not something that people don't really talk about. You always have to respect your elders regardless. Yeah. So because of that, it's that battle between, well, when do I respect my own self and put my boundaries in place, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a long, long, small <laughs> no, overview was, of the play. That was perfect. <laughs> and, I mean, you mentioned uh, there was a lot of, I, well, I thought there was, it was really interesting, the cultural references mm -hmm. in the play. Yeah. Um, because, obviously, growing up in a white family, I don't really know much about your culture. So mm -hmm. it was interesting seeing the relationship between you and your mom and the different yeah. culture and stuff that came into play. I thought it was I thought it was a really good play and I also thought just the whole concept of it was really, yeah. really interesting. I thought you did a smashing job, oh, it was wicked. Thanks, thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what was the rehearsal process like? Because it's a one woman show mm -hmm. and there's a quite a lot of audience interaction, right? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, audience interaction, <laughs> yeah. Um, the rehearsal process was very simple. Actually, we didn't really always have a lot of time. It would be blocked out like a week or two. That's the rehearsal. Boom, here we go. Every day. And the director, Simone and Watson Brown, she was just amazing. And I was so panicked about doing a one-woman show. I've always worried, always feared about doing a show like that. Um, because I just thought, I don't think I could be strong enough to carry a show by myself. But she was just so nurturing, so encouraging. And in rehearsal, she'd really let me, almost let me do what I want to do. She would let me take a lead on a lot of stuff. And like, and then if she thinks I should pull back a bit, then she would mm -hmm. tweak it. So we worked really well, actually. And we've done lots of hot seating. So because the character, it, it mainly is about Rose, but sometimes I play her mother. So yes. we did um, hot seating of the mother as well. 
really got into like, why is the mum upset? Why is she like the way she is? You know, people don't just become difficult for no reason. <laughs> you know, you don't just, you're not born that way. Yeah. What's happened to you is what creates that. So we did a lot of um, hot seating, which really helped to develop character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, a, uh, the rehearsal was a lot. And in between every, every show, if we had like a week, sometimes the writer, Cheryl, is there a camera that I can look at? <laughs> Cheryl, yeah, this, this one, one here. This one. Yes, Cheryl, you know this as well. Change the script. <laughs> she changed <laughs> the script a couple of times really? throughout this rehearsal really? process. That's yeah, stressful. it's a running joke within, within all of us. But it got changed, but we always managed to make it work. Yeah, the whole um, show is written. It rhymes. So because it rhymes, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it rhymes, it does make things easier to remember mm. in a way. But yeah, it was. Yeah, a lot of people don't realise it rhymes until I say it rhymes. I go, oh yeah, it does rhyme. Yeah, I do. You know when I was writing my notes, <laughs> I was like, I need to ask Princess this question. I was like, Am I going crazy or did did the play rhyme? <laughs> I'm glad that I was not going crazy because I really thought I remembered it rhyming. But um, do you know why it rhymed? Um, I've never asked her that actually. Yeah. Um, she has written this play several times okay. actually, but it was always called something different mm -hmm. and. A lot of things always change, but this is the first time it's it stayed the same mm. in a very long time. And actually, the space was the very first place place that she's ever had it performed years ago. Oh. So I, I can't. I think it was like seven years ago, wow. a long time ago. But it wasn't called the Wedding Speech. It was something completely yeah. different. Um, I'm not sure why she made it rhyme, but it, it works. Even though it rhymes, it's through general conversation, so it doesn't sound like I'm yeah. rhyming all the time. Yeah. It was a really interesting dynamic because, like you said, sometimes you didn't even realise it was rhyming because you were just yeah. speaking. Yeah. Was it, how did you, because you can't really rehearse the audience interaction too much, can you? Yeah. Obviously, you can have the director <laughs> and the producer and the writer, yeah. whoever, like, bouncing things off you, but you can never really you can't predict what people are going to say. Have you ever had, did you have any really, like, out there answers? And you yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, we did a performance in um, Poplar Union at the beginning of this year, actually. And um, there was a, a woman, there was these two ladies who were sitting at the front and one of them was so into the show, yeah. very into it. And whenever I was asking questions like, oh, can you believe my husband just did that? She'll be like, I know, I know. <laughs> You need to leave him. That's what you need to do. And I'm like, I should, shouldn't I? And she's like, yeah, that's what I did, actually. And I was like, okay, now I've got to get back to the script. <laughs> get back to the script. Yeah. Then we come to another part. And then she's going into, oh, oh, my mum was like that. My mum was just the same. And, I'm, and I had to basically, at one point, I sat down next to her. No. She was talking and talking really? about her relationship with her mum. And she goes, didn't I say to her friend, she's like, didn't I say, Becky, didn't I say? Didn't I say that my mum, that was my mum? She's like, yeah, you did. It's like, yeah, I would never forgive her. You're good for forgiving her. <laughs> it was crazy. It was a therapy session. Yeah, therapy session. <laughs> then I, then again, something in my brain goes, you need to go back. Yeah. And then it's like, I need to go back on stage and I need to remember where I left off. So yeah. this lady's got off on a tangent, maybe go on and off and off. That must have been hard. Yeah. Remembering where to, I guess, since it's a one woman show, mm. Even if you come back in in slightly the wrong place, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't have known if you were in the right place or the wrong place. Yeah, so. I don't think I would have known either until the very end. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, we, I made it work. But some people were very, very. And there was one time as well, actually, just quickly yeah. at the Camden People's Theatre. Actually, yeah. that was, was a very good venue as well. 
very good venue for like a one woman show yeah. or one man show. Um, this woman, she came in late. She sat at the front, but when she sat at the front, she basically stood on the stage, then decided to sit, like looking at where to sit. Whilst you were? Whilst I was performing. And it was quite a serious moment at this point. And then she sat down on the, on the chair, opened a packet of crisps, no way. crunching them very loudly. Then she took her foot out her shoe, started scratching her feet. Yeah, and I thought, I have, when I heard that sound, I thought it was more like she must have opened like popcorn or something, because it was very loud. Like she must have had a very itchy, itchy foot. foot. Yeah, so that was quite distracting. Uh, but everyone next to her was going, like trying to say to her, be quiet, but yeah, I was going, what oh. is it? just like, <laughs> yeah, but she didn't get it. Oh my God. Are <laughs> yeah. you just carried on? Yeah, you have to, don't yeah. I? I have to carry on. I just had to ignore it as best as I could. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. Just yeah. getting your toes out in the front row. Interesting. Some people have audacity, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought it was really cool because you had some people who are really into getting into the show and chatting to you. I wasn't really sure whether we were supposed to. When I was sat there watching, I was like, she's asking the audience, am I supposed to be Same. replying to her? And then there's a minute, uh, a minute. <laughs> there's a minute where you give your written down speech mm -hmm. to an audience member, and you're like, "Can you just check that over?" Yeah. And the guy you gave it to at our performance was like, so he was so confused. Yeah. He was like, "Is um, there actually the speech written on there?" Yeah, yeah. Well? Some of the speech is written on yeah. there. Yeah. Or sometimes so the it was one day when um, our stage manager wrote something ridiculous on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's normally always the speeches on there, and they can. Yeah. And I've like crossed it out and I've scribbled bits out and fun. stuff like that. Yeah. And actually did have one performance when someone said to me, oh, you, you've spelt this wrong. Oh, wow. I mean, at least they actually, <laughs> they actually, actually read it. Read it <laughs> That's funny. I think people do feel awkward getting involved. I think yeah. at first you think, well, am I supposed to answer? Yeah. But because I'll just keep talking and keep looking at you, yeah. you're going to have to answer yeah, the question or take part in some way. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like when you go to a pantomime, you expect to be picked on. Mm -hmm. And then you started speaking to the audience. And I was like, oh, God, yeah. why did you picked on? Oh, no, I should have. I should have picked on you. <laughs> I think you also had a friend or someone in because they were really vocal. I think they must have known the concept because right from the off, yeah. they were like joining in. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like, okay, we are supposed to. Yeah, you're supposed to. It's okay. <laughs> did you find it easy fitting the show into all these different spaces? Because they weren't all conventional theatres yeah. I guess the set allowed it to have a certain amount of versatility didn't it yeah um it was it was it wasn't hard to actually make it work in any of the venues really mm. because the set is so small it's just a toilet and balloons and a desk yeah <laughs> you know um so we always managed to make it work I always feel like the smaller the stage is probably the better because then it felt more... Okay, yeah. For me, it felt like I'm more in a cubicle yeah. on the toilet, because that's yeah. where the whole thing takes place. So. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, yeah. <laughs> no, that's... Another thing I noticed mm -hmm. when I came to watch was that the dress you were wearing mm -hmm. was different to the one in the poster. Mm -hmm. Was that, like, intentional or...? Uh, no. <laughs> that dress was the dress, um, but... One on our last night at the Camden People's Theatre, because I think that, that was last year. Mm -hmm. And we were breaking up until I was waiting for the Christmas holidays to go past. And then we got the next set of 
the tour in sure. January. Um, so production basically pop it, popped all the stuff in an Uber, which we always do, actually. We pop it in like an Addison Lee and they bring it to, um, she's also the writer, they bring it to her house. Okay. And this time what happened, it was left in a, an open, like a community space, but it was like a, it wasn't in her house, but she wrote a note saying, oh, please do not touch, I'm collecting this or something like that. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if that driver wouldn't let her travel with the stuff or it was something something like that. She couldn't, she wasn't there at the time the stuff was there. Right. Then, because the, yeah, normally where she stores it, it wasn't open. So she left sure. it in like a community space. Right. But put a note on it thinking it'll be fine. Yeah. And it wasn't fine because someone had stolen nearly every single thing of the set. Seriously? And the dress was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Everything was gone, completely gone. We had to replace everything. I think I think the toilet was still there. <laughs> I think that's about it. That was mad. But we had to replace everything else. The dress was gone, someone stole it. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. It was a, it's a really cool dress, the one in the poster. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then it, then we had several versions of a dress but there was always something wrong with it. Yeah. Either it looked terrible when I was performing, and I was like, I look awful in this dress. <laughs> Another one, I, I couldn't fit in it. Oh, no, man. It was just one that was just completely, this is not for a wedding. It was just wrong. The wrong vibe. Until finally we found that pink dress mm -hmm. that you saw. But even that dress at the vaults, it had a massive rip. Yeah. We had to sew it up, and then I had to keep sewing it. It kept ripping. It was yeah. Like, what is going on? Like, but we didn't want to replace it's that dress because yeah. this was a really lovely dress, the pink one in the end. But yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't think that dress is no longer. It's had too much, too, too many malfunctions. Yeah. Took all the stuff. That's yeah. stressful too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> just going to pick it up. She just turned up and it wasn't there. It wasn't there. Yeah, it was all gone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's very stressful. I wouldn't have known and, what to do. Yeah, and to replace everything was just a task. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and a mad rush, I bet, mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, so we don't know if um we don't know if some of that stuff got just thrown into a bin. Yeah. And some of it got stolen. Yeah, just... well hopefully it went to a good home. Yeah. So it was <laughs> a nice dress. Enjoying the dress. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was a hatch wedding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Do you think the play will be coming back? Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Um, we did plan, we were there were talks of possibly doing it an Edinburgh tour. Oh, cool. Not Edinburgh tour, Ed Edinburgh. Yeah. Tour, you know? um, do it for Edinburgh, but um, yeah, not heard anything. Or I can't anyway now because yeah. I'm touring. But yeah. I'm hoping it will come back. It's It had a lot of amazing feedback. It did, yeah. yeah. It was just, it was so such a nice show to put on. And I think it touched a lot of people. Actually, a lot of people who watched it, especially the older generation who watched it, were saying, you know, this is my relationship with my one of my parents. Sometimes people were crying. Aww. One per, one guy had to actually leave in the end. He was a friend of the writer, and he goes, "I didn't realize it would cut me that deep because oh, I wow. couldn't watch the rest of it." Yeah, you know, it it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. We I actually guess. had like a an organization called Home Girls Unite, which is for women who are the eldest child, which um my character was mm -hmm. the eldest child in the family, and how that affects your dynamics in your with your parents so they came to watch it and that was a very heavy emotional was it? Yeah. yeah 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 we did like a like a q a afterwards and yeah 
Oh, really? It's very interesting, cool. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, I have high hopes it will come back. I do think it will come back. I, I wouldn't be surprised to get a message yeah, saying it's back crossed. again. Yeah. That'd be really cool. <laughs> I guess you don't really realise your if your relationship's like that until you see it. It's like an out-of-body experience, isn't it? Yeah. You're watching on stage and they're probably sitting there like, oh, yeah. is this what I'm like? Yeah. Is this what this is what's happened yeah. with me? Yeah. Oh. Crazy. Well, I'm glad that it had had that like provocative yeah uh nature to it it was cool we'll move on now mm -hmm. to your introduction to acting and the acting industry um can you remember the first play slash musical slash show that you saw i have a feeling it was i think the first time i saw a play was when i was in college actually Really? Yeah, like a proper one. Yeah. It was the Women in Black. Oh, God. Yeah. They took us as a part of our course because I did a BTEC in performing arts. Yeah. And they, they took us there to watch it. I, th I honestly think that's the first one. It's so, so late when I think of it, but yeah. um, as in late in my years yeah, of yeah, life, yeah. but theatre wasn't really a thing within my family. Yeah. So um, it never really happened. They weren't like, let's go watch a play yeah. it was never that oh let's go watch a musical yeah yeah it was a woman black and i bloody loved it really i thought it was the most amazing thing i remember thinking yeah this is a hundred percent what i want to do oh cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. i've been jumping in the deep end with the woman in black <laughs> yeah, i know right i know i was actually terrified i was terrified but i was like this is this is sick <laughs> and can you remember the first role you ever played non-professional Non-professional. Yeah, so literally, like, can be like the nativity when you were like five or something. Yeah, it was. It was um, <laughs> in primary school. We did. Um, it wasn't the nativity. It was based off the nativity, so it still was a Bible story. But it was about a woman. It was a book that someone had written about a woman called Babushka, okay, who tried to see baby Jesus, but she missed him. And it was the story of her trying to find him and tra traveling through Nazareth trying to find him. Cause oh. she got to the state the stable where mm. he was at and they had just left yeah, missed yeah she missed yeah <laughs> and i remember i think i was in i think i was in year three year three or year, must be year three yeah and i remember thinking i need to be that i need to be her i need to be babushka i want to be babushka i want to be her i want the lead role yeah and it happened and yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 get it i loved it it was so <laughs> and i was always a very timid child very quiet child yeah. Very, very quiet, yeah. But when I did that, and we'd done like a few little plays of it, when they were auditioning us, but we didn't oh, really know. We were just having you. fun. Yeah. Like, I really like this. Yeah. This is the time I get to speak. <laughs> and then I didn't shut up after that. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. Was that what first drew you to performing? Can you remember when, apart, so was there a time before The Woman in Black? When? When you, I, yeah. yeah. And, um, that probably would be again, just starting year seven. Yeah. I just finished year six and we did a final play as a, I don't, my school was very into performing. Yeah, that's good. And we did it. We did, I can't remember what the exact show's called, but this is gonna sound controversial. It was the, the, <laughs> the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but it was a children's version. I can't remember what the children's version's called, but it had none of the, none of the sexual stuff in it. The songs were different. It was, the story of it was mixed with that story. And I don't know if you ever heard of a, a film called Rebecca. It's a Laurence Olivier black and white film. They okay. actually merged it 
into one. It was a really weird concept. Interesting. Yeah. And I, I performed in then and I really, really loved it. Can't remember what my role oh, was cool. called, but I, I yeah. remember thinking, okay, I 100% want yeah. to do this. Like, I know I'm only 11, but I know what <laughs> I want to do with my life. Um, if I'm not a vet, this is what I'm going to be. <laughs> That's okay. what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, and then I just carried on. Like, I didn't go to, like, I didn't have, like, my family didn't have enough money for me to go to, like, performing arts schools and stuff like that. You've got five kids and I'm a single mum. It ain't going to happen. And it's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just... I just knew I wanted to do it. If I ever had an opportunity, if I go to like a youth club and I had an opportunity to perform, I would just do it. Oh, awesome. That was my only thing I had to do. And I just knew I wanted to. Yeah. And actually, Rebecca is one of my favourite films. Oh, Do you ever you watch go. it? Yeah, it's a very good film. Yeah, I, I need to watch it now. And then I need to see the Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> I know. I need to figure out what it was called. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. It sounds, yeah, it sounds like one of the teachers was like, guys, just hear me crazy. out, hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> um, do you, is there, can you remember a point where you knew, okay, this is actually viable as a career for me? Like you were like, okay, I'm actually, I'm, I'm doing this. This is like a, yeah. Cause obviously you, you train and you have the goals and everything, mm -hmm. but then did you ever have a, like a pinch me moment where you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, this is like, it. I think I can actually yeah. do this. Um, uh, yeah, actually, probably it's strange because after uni, I done uni and I didn't go. I wasn't like okay now. A lot of people leave drama school, for example, and they go straight into work. Yeah. For me, it really wasn't. I did start looking for stuff, but um, when I done a few of like my first few things, I was like. Yeah, which I think one of them was like a short film. Okay. And I, I yeah, I knew, I, I'd done like a few scenes and I thought, I, I, do you know what, Princess, actually, now I'm watching back these clips, I think I'm actually good at this. Yeah. Which is really hard for me to admit because I'm someone who I really struggle, even now, to tell myself I'm good at something. Even if someone gives me a compliment, it's like, ah. <laughs> Thanks. <Yes. laughs> Like you can say I'm pretty great, but they say like, oh, you're good at what you do. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Really? I never quite believe it. Mm. But I remember watching a scene and it was an emotional scene. And I was like, I, no, I'm, I think this is good. I think, I think, I think this is good, guys. Oh. This is good. <laughs> I'm going to do this. I'm going to carry on doing it. And then I just, ever since then, I just kept doing stuff like for a lot of free bits and bobs here and mm -hmm. there until I got my first profesh. And then yeah. that was it. Yeah. What was your first professional gig? Uh, <laughs> this is what I think it was. Okay. This is what I think it was. It was, <laughs> it was a show. It was a immersive show actually. Cool. Um, called um, Heartbreak Hotel, and it was in the jetty by the O2. So it was just on this space near the riverside. Yeah. It's a pop-up space, and they created this hotel where um different people were in you, you go into every different room and it's, it's a story about different people that have come to stay at this hotel it's not a story that's all linked together really mm -hmm. there is an there was an underlying story that followed through but mainly it's about a snippet into different people's lives sure and um i did that i did that that was the first time i think i do think it was because that's when i first got an agent cool and i got yeah it was it was it was then but it was 
I was nervous. The first performance, I forgot my lines. I just had to say, good evening, everyone. And after that, blank. blank. And I've never, ever, had never corpsed anything, anything like that in my life. So when that happened, I was like, oh my God, princess, what? Someone say something. Yeah. Everyone's looking at me. No one's saying anything. <laughs> I don't know what to say. And then one of the other actors who was also on the little stage at the moment, he was looking at me like, <laughs> and he goes, and, da -da 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 -da, and he spoke. I was like, thank God. Because... Thank God. And then I cried. When, oh, every, when they moved and, we, and I got through the scene in the end and when they moved on to the next place, the next bit, I cried. Yeah. Oh. And I said to myself, I'm never going to let that yeah. happen to me again. It is stressful. Yeah. Having that mind blank and you can, you know, it's, the time is getting closer and closer for you yeah. to say your line. You're like, this is yeah. it. I'm just going to go run off stage. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I think that was 2015. Yeah, wow. 2015. Oh, that's, yeah. I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling. It's horrible. So you mentioned that you've done a variety of on stage, you've done like outdoor theatre, mm -hmm. you've done short films, you've done immersive. Mm -hmm. Do you have one that you prefer to do or do you enjoy having the variety? Um, I would say, I would say I prefer theatre. I think theatre is always going to be special to me, dear to me. Yeah. Uh, it's just this very different worlds, I think. Immersive, I always found, I don't even know how I managed to end up doing that because I didn't. I don't like improvisation. <laughs> I hate it, okay? So it made me do it because um, I like to know what I'm doing. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But you know what? Life's journey had to put me through all that immersive stuff because if I didn't do it, I wouldn't be able to do a one-woman show where I've got to impro improvise all the time. Mm -hmm. So it worked. But I do think theatre is probably the best for me Mainly because when you're performing on stage, you can feel, it's like you can feel when you're making the audience have a reaction, whether that's to hate you or they're crying at what's happening or they're laughing. To have that feeling of, wow, you know, they actually can feel what I'm feeling and I'm, I'm giving them the right, yeah. <laughs> the right reaction. Is, there's nothing like it, like it. And then coming off stage and that adrenaline and just feeling so great about yourself. Like, we did it, we did it. You can't say cut on stage. Yeah. You've got to carry on. But that's the niceness about being on a set. Cut, didn't do it right, do it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think out of all of them, theatre probably trumps it for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and do you have a favourite theatre show that you've done? Oh, controversial. <laughs> a favourite one I've done. Um, you know what? Not saying that it's my favourite, but I would actually say the wedding speech only because I'd done something that I never thought I could do. Mm -hmm. I never thought I could do a one-woman show. Yeah. And I think I, after that run, I was just so proud of myself. Um, yeah, that I could, that I could, little princess could do that. So. Yeah, you carried it. <laughs> yeah. It was really awesome. It was really cool. Let's move on. We spoke a little bit about your college and uni. Mm -hmm. um, let's just delve into it a little bit more. So... You did performing arts mm -hmm. at college. Mm -hmm. And then did you go straight to uni or did you take a gap year or anything? I took a gap year and all I did was work in Topshop, which <laughs> no longer exists, if yeah. no one knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I worked in the big one around the corner from here in the Oxford Circus, actually. Oh, really? Like, for a whole year. I was like, wow. yeah, I'm just going to work. Yeah? Yeah. That's a good idea, save up. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Um, but 
I should. I wish I'd done. I wish that I was was doing more acting stuff during that time. Okay. Then again, I was only eighteen. Yeah. So then, after your year at Topshop, you mm-hmm. went to the University of West London mm-hmm. to do a BA in acting for stage and media. Yeah. Um, did you was the University of West London the only one you applied for? Was it? Were you looking at other courses? Yeah. Like other acting courses or? Um, well, I actually wasn't going to go to uni at all. Okay. Not that I wasn't, but I just I think after the year of working, I was like, I don't really need to. Not that I need to, but I didn't really want to. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I didn't. I didn't really feel the need to actually apply. I only did it because of my college, <laughs> my college tutor, Keith Bell. Keith Bell, you are amazing. <laughs> um, Keith, he basically encouraged me to. He he has such a big fan base, by the way. He's an amazing teacher, and without him, I wouldn't have done it because he basically said to me. I think I might have called him for like a reference or something. And he must have said, so what are you going to do about uni? I'm not going, Keith. No, you need to go. You need to go to drama school or you need to go to uni. One of them, okay? So I don't really want to go. Just apply. (laughs) Like a dad. dad. And I listened. I actually listened to him, yeah. And yeah, so that was the only, I only applied for the University of West London because it was had links with Kingston College. Mm -hmm. So then I got a space and that was great. But I did apply for... Um, Central and also Central St. Martin's as well. Okay. St. Martin's, I went all the way, but they offered to give me a foundation course, and I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then when I went to Central, I didn't like it. I didn't, when I got there for the audition, I was like, I hate this place. Okay. It wasn't for me. Yeah. They were very, like, they, they we had, uh, this is just my personal opinion, guys. Yeah. I don't, I mean, if you love it, great. But for me, it wasn't. It wasn't for me. <laughs> yes. But when I went there, I just found it a bit too pretentious for me. Okay. Like, I thought, and I, when I was there, I was like, I'm the only black girl here out of like, <laughs> there was probably like a hundred of us that day. There was loads of people. And I was like, yeah. I don't want to come here. I feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. So probably changed now, but at the time, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. And you always know, like, you can always feel if somewhere, somewhere yeah. is for you. And if yeah. it's not, then it's not for you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> So you so lucky thing it didn't work out. Lucky <laughs> thing I didn't get it. <laughs> so then you did your your degree. How mm. was how was do, going to uni? Was it because you weren't keen on it? Yeah. But are you glad that you did not? Oh, go I'm hundred percent glad I went. It was a good course, very very good course. Mm-hmm. Actually, they've had quite a few good successful stories from there. Even though it's a uni course, it was very um, practical. Cool. So I think people kind of. I think when you want to do acting, they kind of fear about going uni because they think what they're going to do is write in and they're not actually going to learn what they to do the thing they want to do. But no, that course in particular was very good. Um, we did we done musical theatre. We did acting for screen. We actually learned to edit our own stuff as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's actually come handy for me now that I've kept that skill for now. Yeah. Um, and so much, we did so many shows. It was It was fun very good course and I learned a lot from it as well yeah good learned a lot about having tough skin oh yeah which is needed in this absolutely it really is (laughs) what was the audition process like for did you have to audition yeah I still had to audition yeah I thought because I know Keith and yeah he knows the people on the board (laughs) I'm gonna get it I still had to audition (laughs) um but yeah it was it was a really lovely audition actually it was very chill came there I can't remember 
if we had to do like a class, I feel like we had to do a classical and a modern um, okay. monologue. Yeah. But that's all really. It was just prepare it and come and perform it. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that. How did you choose? Did you already have ones that you enjoyed doing or did you do new one, new monologues? Um, I think I just chose ones I already know of, I knew of, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to be safe. Yeah. Safe, you know? Yeah. Um, but it went well, so it was, it was good. It yeah, was good, clearly, yeah. yeah. But I always find auditioning for schools and drama schools, it's so scary. It is. It it's is. very intimidating. Yeah. There was one year, actually, I auditioned for um, a school in New York, for Stella Adler in New York. Yeah. And... That they came over here to get people. Okay, yeah. I auditioned here, and then I had like a Zoom, another little Zoomy type audition thing, and I got in. But the only thing is, I didn't go because I realised I need ten grand. Actually, <laughs> where are we gonna get ten grand yeah. from? Yeah. Right now, to to start the course in September. No, it was a summer course actually. So to start, I was like, oh, oh wow. find it. But for me, even though I didn't go, I felt. No, princess. It, for me, it was another validation thing that you know what I'm good at what I do. Yeah, you know. And some of my favorite actors went there, of like all time. So I was okay. like, okay, I know I'm good. I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was scary. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> do you think that your uni course set you up well for the industry? You mentioned that it taught you to have thick skin, mm -hmm. which is quite a vital part. Yeah. Um, of preparing you, but yeah. do you feel like it prepared you like? audition-wise and kind of just the environment that you're in? Because sometimes uni can be a bit of a bubble and then you go into yeah. the industry and you're like, Whoa. Oh, yeah, exactly. I think they did as best as they could. Mm -hmm. um, we done one whole module in like, it was kind of like setting us up as in the business, tax and um, registering yourself as self-employed, getting an actor CV, getting mm. cards. Because at the time, oh God, it's like, I don't know if people even use business cards anymore. Yeah. Do they? Okay, yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, business cards. We had to get our own business cards, get headshots done. Da, 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 da. So they basically, in that module, they gave us all the things we needed. And we had to actually get them done so that when we're ready to leave, we've got stuff. Yeah. Which I think was, was really useful because some people just want to act and they don't know where to begin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So in that sense, they, they did well. Um, the only thing I think they can't teach you is that a lot of this, unfortunately, a lot of this industry is about more about who you know than what you know. Even yeah. sometimes your talent. Someone I've seen stuff and I think, mm, my friend could have got that. My friend <laughs> would have been amazing at yeah. that. Why did this person yeah, get it? Yeah, yeah. But sometimes, unfortunately, it's just they mean, they know people. Yeah. You know, definitely. Yeah, which was a shock. Which was a. Which is a hard lesson to learn, I think. Yeah. yeah. But then once you get to know people, then, yeah, it changes. Side, like, yeah, that's fine, I'll do that. I'm known. <laughs> I'm not there yet, but yeah. Would you recommend to others looking for drama school? Because I think you, you touched on it, but sometimes it's like you don't think that you're going to get the same mm -hmm. education at a university you do compared to a drama school. But I mean, you're living proof that it doesn't really yeah and to be honest i don't really think it i don't think it really matters yeah i've known successful actors who've never been to drama school or to uni yeah not saying you shouldn't i mean it's a great place to start you'll learn so many skills and i'm so thankful i've done it but i would just say to just apply if i was applying and i was young and i'm gonna do that mm -hmm. i'd apply for both and see when you go there what feels right to you and what the actual course entails and what you've got to do and if that is if that suits you or not. I don't personally don't think it matters. Yeah. 
there are people within the industry who think who are the top dogs who think it matters. But yeah. I don't think it does. Yeah. Because you're, you're a talented person, you know, your talent will show through. Yeah. And you'll learn. My course was just amazing because it was mainly practical. That's really good. Yeah. I, I think that is probably a fear that some people have applying for university instead of like yeah. drama school. And even if you wanted to just do uni and then go to drama school, which some people have done as yeah. well, then go do that. Because I, I remember at the time when I was applying for drama schools, um, my tutors at college were saying that, you know, actually drama schools do like it when you've had a bit of life experience on you, yeah. which I can understand because they're going to put you through it. And I know drama school's tough from friends like Ben. Like, it's, you don't have a life. You're constantly, <laughs> I don't even know how, managed them to, how many of them manage to get a job because how can you when you're no. constantly studying, yeah. you know, every day? Um, yeah. That's really good <laughs> advice. That's really yeah. good. Thank you. We touched briefly on it. So um, have you got any tips? for someone wanting to follow the same path, either for tips that you would give a younger you mm -hmm. who's maybe thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to go to uni, but also tips for someone who is just looking to go to uni or is just looking to get into the industry, looking to go into acting. Yeah. Um, first of all, I would say do not do this if you don't really love it. Mm -hmm. You need to love performing from like your inner core. Like It has to be the only thing you think about breathe and it really does because it is such a tough industry to get in a lot of young people that I've spoken to it's they have this like um fantasy version of what being an actor is like <laughs> oh I can't wait I'm gonna be an actor I'm gonna be in Hollywood and, and I'm gonna be doing this I'll be on red carpet which is amazing and yes it can happen I'm not trying to cut anyone's dream but let's just you know if you want to start from the beginning for the majority of people it doesn't happen so suddenly that way. So you need to know that you've got a graph for it. You've got to work hard for it. Um, but once you get it, 100% go full throttle. That's what I would say. Do it. I wish I started, because I after I left uni, I had like a moment of not doing it. I wish that as soon as I left uni, I just went on it and got on with it and just really focused on this as being my career. Yeah. Um, always believe in yourself 100%. You have to because no one will ever believe in you if you don't believe. That sounds corny, but it's true. Yeah. It's actually true. And always, when you go to auditions, make sure you're prepared. Because I've been in situations where I've been on the other side, like on a panel, watching people audition and not being prepared. It's just, or even having this um, energy of desperation. Go in there thinking, do you know what? I'm the... I won't swear. I'm <laughs> I'm the top banana. Yeah. I'm the you know I'm the I'm the yeah, yeah you know <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. I'm good at this. Yeah. Going there with that in, seriously going that with in, intention. Every time I have an audition, I've always got it. Whenever I panic and go, oh my god, I really hope they like me. I never get it. But when okay. I walk in, like I got this. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And also. Also, another tip would be try and learn extra skills along the way. Extra skills being like like sword, sword fighting, fight, yeah. <laughs> combat always comes in handy. You know, learn to play an instrument, singing, dancing. Yeah. It's always good to have uh, another little string on your bow. Mm. You know, I wish I had more. I wish I'd done more again. 
Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you have a lot of strings to your bow. Oh, so. no, I can't sing. I can't do it. But you can still fly and play the ukulele. Oh, yeah, I can. At the same time. <laughs> That's really lovely advice. Thank you. That was that was really good advice. Um, just to touch really quickly on a couple of your previous credits that mm. I think are really interesting and I just wanted to ask you about. Um, so you have performed at the Edinburgh Fringe, mm -hmm. right, in 2016. Yeah. With a, was it a one-act play, The Inspector's Call? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The Inspector's Call. Now, um, this play actually was very, um, the person who put it on, very naughty, because it sounds like it's the very known play, An Inspector Calls. Yeah. But it's not. It's called The Inspector Call. The yeah. Inspector's Call. Yeah. And I believe they done it because they wanted people to come and see the yeah. show. Um, it was actually about, it was a play about um, an Ofsted inspector coming to this school. <laughs> so completely oh different. Um, coming to this school and basically figuring out that it's a mess. It's an yeah. actual mess. And the head teacher is going through some sort of craziness. Um, <laughs> But, because we actually did that, and then alongside, we've done another play. Okay. Which was something we toured as a TIE show, which was about um, terrorism. Okay. And um, being influenced when you're young as well into different types of things like that. Mm -hmm. So we would do that in the day, terrorism in the day, <laughs> and Inspector and Austin in the evening. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, it was an amazing experience, though. I loved Edinburgh. I loved it. Yeah. I would highly recommend anyone gets the chance to Perform at Edinburgh, yeah. go for it. Even if it's like a low budget or you're not really getting paid that well, but they're going to pay for your accommodation, go for it. Yeah. It's so much fun. There's so many shows to see, so many amazing shows. To see. Did you get to go? Did you have time to go? And yeah, yeah. We had some time to see some of the shows, like in between ours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. And then jump into 2019, mm -hmm. you did an immersive experience called The War of the Worlds. Yeah. Was that in London? Yes, it's in London. I think that is still on now. Okay. I think, or it might be coming to an end. I can't remember. I've heard of in the immersive theatre grapevine. Yeah. The immersive theatre, um, you know, people, yeah. they all know each other. Everyone yeah. knows each other and everyone's been in nearly every show. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was an amazing, it was a good show. It was a good show. Um, it's based, actually, it is the story of um, the War of the Worlds. About aliens taking over in Victorian times. So, in the immersive version, it's very steampunk, Victorian, and um, you know we greet these people into this wonderful space. Actually, the place it was in was a bar as well. The bar was decorated in steampunk themed. Cool. Come in. A lot of the original score of the music was there as well, and it was just yeah, it's crazy. It's quite scary. It's also with virtual reality. Oh. So some parts you have to put on like a virtual VR mask sure. and, um, you know, watch things happen. Some of the characters weren't there. They're actually holograms. Okay. Um, so yeah, cause sometimes they get caught on fire and things like that. So it had to be all done through that. It was very high tech, very high yeah, tech show. It. But because it's high technology, it meant loads of things went wrong a lot of the time. And when that happened and you just had like a show stop because something's not working, you know something's not working because it's all timed. So if I'm doing my section with um, the audience and I I wait for a sound to move them on, mm. that sound hasn't come where I normally would feel it coming and I'm coming towards the end of my script now. Mm. So now I'm thinking I know something's going wrong. 
I have to just improvise, improvise, improvise. But if it's a really big show stop, they would, this big voice would come over and be like, they call it the voice of God. Oh. And it would say something like, oh, we have to stop for a moment. Yeah. Then you really have to improvise. Yeah. And some of the people that come in are dead, die hard, like War of the World fans. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then finally you can go and send them back on their merry way. Yeah. Like, oh, I can breathe again. God, yeah, again. But out. it's quite scary. I've, as When you start the show, they let everyone who's going to be a part of it actually do the experience themselves okay as that's an audience cool. member it is scary yeah we yeah. had one bit which was completely vr but then after covid and they reopened they changed it to it being um you actually travel it yourself it's i won't say it in case you ever want to go one yeah, day that's but cool you have aliens you can hit you can see shadows of aliens walking above you and Ooh. yeah it made you feel like you really are in the story wow yeah Oh, that sounds really cool. I love an immersive theatre. Oh, piece, so do so I. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll be there, yeah. <laughs> and then, so, completely different to that, mm -hmm. you've done a web, well, you've done several web series, mm -hmm. but you've done one called Talia Versus. Yeah. Most, your most recent one in 2021. Yeah. yeah. What was, how was doing a web series? Because that's completely different. Yeah, it's completely different. Um, It was, it was fun. It was fun. Lots of fun. We actually filmed the pilot episode during COVID. Okay which was really hard to film during COVID. Obviously we all had to get tested mm. and then we all had to wear masks constantly. And yeah, it was tough, but we got through it, we got through it. Um, it was the, the pilot episode. We did everything in one day, wow. which was a long, long day. <laughs> but the actual series itself, what it's about was really, in, it's, it's a really simple story. It's about a girl, a young girl living in London and it's, she would often talk to the camera about what's going on in her life. Like about, it's always Talia versus anything else that's happening in the world. Got Every you. episode is called Got Talia versus, this, yeah. versus that. And it's just into like going into her life kind of thing. It was, it was a lot of fun and the people were really great. It was a lovely time. But um, doing a web series is different because actually I found it easier doing than, any, than doing a film or anything. Cause I, I've only got this one script to learn for this episode. Yeah. Light work. <laughs> yeah. Know? And then, yeah, and then we just go ahead, but I would definitely do it again. Yeah? Yeah. Hopefully it will come back again. There are some... Some rumours flying yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. But I just can't talk about it. Of course, yeah. of course. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. It all goes well. Keep yeah. my fingers crossed for you. That's yeah. <laughs> really interesting, doing a web series. Mm. We have mentioned that you've worked on so many different things. What do you think for you the main differences are in rehearsal processes and audition processes between working on film, working on stage, working in immersive? Because mm -hmm. I can imagine the audition process for an immersive production is completely oh, yeah. different to anything else as well. Yeah, the audition for immersive was like, I got the script and then I actually had to take, it was the director and I think one of the producers had to take them as if I'm taking them through the journey of okay. the immersive. Yeah, so they would stand up and would walk. I'd had this imagine in place, different places in the room and imagine, okay, now they're coming over here. To the yeah. Room. And now, and a lot of it was improvisation because they would ask me random questions as if they were an audience yeah. member. <laughs> so ah, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun for me. But I got through it. Yeah. But yeah, that was completely different. I've never done an audition like that before. Um, I think auditioning for theatre is very... I would say it's quite similar for me. For the things I've done that on screen have been quite similar. Okay. 
although with a lot of screen stuff, I, I tend to get more auditions which are through like Zoom or I do a self-tape. Yeah. So you don't have anyone in front of you. And whereas theatre, you would have a panel there looking at yeah. you, judging you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is always fun. <laughs> and, then, and then also when doing commercials, because I've done loads of commercials as well, that's even completely different too. Yeah. That could be on like a self-tape or it could be in person yeah. and they make you do the most commercial ones. They make you do the most random things ever. And yeah. it's always corny. It's always cheesy. It's always ridiculous. Yeah. It's, I did one commercial audition, which was just like, I had to pretend I'm smelling something that smelt really bad and it made me squint, but I had to keep my eyes open. Yeah. But give a lot of expression in the eyes, but make sure I'm squinting it. It was really hard and they made me do this at so many takes. So many takes. That is weird, yeah. Yeah, it was tough. But they, obviously with commercials, you have to be over-expressive. Yeah. And then, but it's weird. On the commercials, over-expressive. But if you do an audition for like a screen, you've got to tone it down a bit because it picks up all the expression. Yeah, you hardly have to. Yeah. And then when you're going to do theatre auditions, you've got to be big again. Be back again, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they obviously do the weirdest they things. They really, they? and their scripts are always yeah. dreadful. But, yeah. <laughs> but the money... <laughs> <laughs> no complaints. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a, a little chat about your offstage life. Mm -hmm. um, I like to ask, I like to find out about how people like wind down and how what you do in the in-between jobs, because inevitably there's going to be the in-between times yeah. where you just go and get a part-time job or you just relax. And mm -hmm. so what do you, do you have anything that you like to do like hobby wise? Hobby-wise, I mean, what do I like to do? I just have loads of things I fall in love with and then I don't keep up with it. That's, that's my problem. Okay. That's my problem. Um, I would have said, like, my hobby was I love going to the gym, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I actually really enjoy walking. Okay. I, for me, that's something that really keeps me calm. I like to walk. Sometimes I walk an hour somewhere, an hour back, yeah. two hours. Yeah. Once time I've done it for like 30 days straight. Wow. Because for me, I because I'm someone I have so many thoughts going on in my head and I've got so many things I've got to do. It's like I I need to walk it off. Actually just going clear. <laughs> it's like yeah. I need to clear my head and walk it off. Yeah. Um but yeah, I love to do that. And I'm a very social person. So I just love being around people all the time. I I like being just laughing and just having fun, you know? Yeah. Um but I am gonna start taking up horse riding. Okay. I'm actually on a waiting list for a riding school. On <laughs> a waiting list? Yeah. Because I'd, I'd done it when I went away on holiday. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, my God, I really like this. And one of the one of the women that was with us, was, who I didn't know, said she'd been riding for, like, 15 years. Mm. So she was like, you're actually quite a naturalist. I was like, I am, aren't I? I'm going to do this. <laughs> and I'll have a sword and I'll have a and horse. A horse. <laughs> So I'm waiting to finally that to be released and that's that'll exciting. be my new hobby. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know how long it will last for, but... Yeah. Well, it's an exciting adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and how do you wind down after a show? Oh, I like a long, long hot bath. Mm. That's what yeah. I like. I'm really into that. Just chill. Yeah, with a bath bomb? Yeah, bath yeah. bomb. Loads of aromatherapy and candles just around me. Just, oh, yeah. I've done it. Yeah, just chilling out. And then I'll eat something fattening, like a pizza. Probably done. Get a Domino's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you, do you find it quite tricky to balance your home life and your social life with your work life? Because obviously doing, in the industry that you're in, mm -hmm. 
sometimes you can be away on film sets for days or you've got a show that's right in the evening when all your other friends have finished their work and they're trying to hang out yeah um i i was always quite good at balancing everything however in the last year i haven't been the best it's i find it quite hard yeah and because like i said i am a social person so i want to see my friends i want to see my partner you know i want to have time to do all of that whilst also acting and then also having my own moment because I also really like my own company too yeah so um I have to schedule things a lot I have if I don't have that diary and I don't have an electronic one it's like a paper a yeah. book if I don't have it I won't be able to fit everything <laughs> I can't but I do always try like when I know that I've got a break within like I'm not doing a, my show's coming to an end and if I haven't got anything lined up I might then think do you know what I'll put a little holiday here yeah, good or, idea. Or I would be like, well, I'll do more at my normal job, my in-between job, yeah. you know. I'll do a few more hours there and see how it goes. Yeah. Which is, you know, another piece of advice for anyone who does want to act and you want to, it's always good to try and get a job that is very flexible with yeah. you. If what you can. You, what is your? So I work at this place called the Golden Hind, which is a ship, a Tudor ship in London Bridge. And um, I'm a learning facilitator there and we teach kids about being a Tudor pirate almost. Mm-hmm. Not just kids, actually general public as well. And we do different types of workshops. So some could be for kids and others could just be like a public tour for people who just want to know the history okay. of the ship. Yeah. Um, but because I, I'm a history buff, I love history, so it's perfect for me. Yeah, it's a bit. It makes me feel like I'm doing horrible histories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, and then I also do something a bit more serious, whereas um, I uh, work with kids who are in care, and um, I'm a contact supervisor. So when they're going to see their real parents, I basically sit there on that meeting of them seeing them, write down all the inter- interaction, make a report, and it goes to the courts. Wow. But that's flexible as well. Yeah. So, I can just balance between yeah. the two for me and then try and do that and then do everything else I want to do. Yeah, you know? that's a whole lot. Yeah. That's a really cool like muggle job. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I know. I have to keep it, because I get bored easily, yeah. so I have to keep it interesting. Yeah, I have to. absolutely. So I follow you on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, we're quite we're good friends from outside of the podcast. Yeah. And I follow your YouTube. Mm-hmm. So do you want to just like tell tell the viewers about your youtube it's really cool oh thank so. you um well yes i started this year actually i started this youtube about eight years ago okay right i only did like a couple of videos and then i just didn't do it at all typical princess yeah i'm gonna <laughs> do this never do it again um because i just don't think it was right time for me to do it i just wanted to, and i was just worrying about i want subscribers and no one wants to hear me talk so i stopped for years <laughs> And then, but because on Instagram, I started like doing stupid little reels and doing little videos and yeah. stuff. And I always talk on my stories. I'm always like, yeah, guys, so today I'm going to do this. Don't care if you don't want to hear it, but guess what I did? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I got used to doing that and I thought, I'm going to start up again. So I started my channel up again at the end of January, beginning of February. And it's been going all right. It's been going quite well, yeah, actually. Yeah. And it's mainly, it's on acting, travel and lifestyle stuff. So I do... Um, videos on tips for actors who are beginners mm-hmm. not like oh this is how you should act more like how to start up yeah questions that you might have kind of thing um which one of my friends is a teacher actually she uses some of the videos for her class awesome um yeah so 
I do stuff like that and then travel because I love to travel. I like to be anywhere but here, but yeah. England. Yeah. I like to work here, see friends, and I want to get out and get go. Get out, Yeah. <laughs> so travel stuff as well. Um, but it's been, it's been a journey. It's been fun. And this time I'm doing it because I actually just enjoy creating content. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and all that editing skills has been great for me because now I know how to yeah. edit. I don't need to Fair worry enough. about but if I really make it good, big time on YouTube, I'm getting it. Edda. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I'll send you your episode to edit if that's okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Great. That's another thing to do. Yeah. But just say no, my YouTube is cool. Yeah, no, go on. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I don't know where to go this again. One. Oh, this one. Okay. My YouTube is Princess MC. My actual surname is McDonough. Stage name, Donna. Doesn't make sense. Makes sense to me. But on YouTube, just Princess MC. Nice. <laughs> name of the we'll put the link as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's awesome. So we're just going to, obviously, you've got Romeo and Juliet mm -hmm. coming up. Do you have any, like, big goals, like, oh, I'd love to be in a Hollywood movie, or you'd love to be yeah. in a play on the West End, or? Oh, I would, well, it actually goes well with the theme here. Mm -hmm. My ultimate dream would to be in something like Game of Thrones. Okay. Which makes sense with the horse riding. Yeah, and the sword fighting. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm trying to collect all these skills, you know? <laughs> but that would, something like that, I really love, like, I love, like, series, like, more fancy. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I would love to do something like that one day. That would be really yeah. cool, yeah. That would, that would be a dream. It doesn't have to be a big movie, but a series, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Just riding horses. Or a stage version. Oh, can you imagine a stage <laughs> yeah. version of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh my can gosh, that'd be intense. I don't know if they could do that. There's too much Unless going on. Try <laughs> yeah, that would be... Do it. That you series put own. me through a lot of emotion. I've not actually watched it, but... I would say watch it, yeah, it's but long. it will cause you a lot of pain. <laughs> Especially that last season. I want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'll give it a go. It's long, isn't it? There's like eight series or something. Yeah, yeah, it's long. And all the episodes are like an hour. Yeah. It's like watching a movie every time. Yeah, you should have watched it during COVID, basically. You missed yeah, that was the prime, <laughs> yeah. prime opportunity, really, wasn't it? Maybe I'll get into it. Yeah, maybe, maybe I will. We're going to do our game now. Okay. I think, so you've been through it with our producer, mm -hmm. Elle. Um, I'm going to give a brief description for any viewers that are just tuning in for cool. the first time. So it's called Would I Improv to You? And I'm given three facts mm -hmm. about you. And I'm going to read them aloud to you. And two of them are actually facts and one is a lie. And it will be, so this will be the first time I've heard all three of them, but this will also be the first time that you've heard the one lie. And it's your job then. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you questions about all three and it's your job to just answer them all like they're true. And then it's my job to try and figure out which two are the facts and which one is the lie. Okay. And <laughs> I haven't got a very good track record so far, but hopefully, hopefully I'm gonna do better this I've time. I've got faith in you. Thank you. I shouldn't actually. I'm glad <laughs> someone does. <laughs> okay, so they're in no order. I'm gonna read all three and then mm -hmm. I'm gonna go back through them and try and decipher which ones are which. So fact one, while working at War of the Worlds, the group Princess was performing to had to stay in her section for a prolonged amount of time. She had to improv for an for half an hour. I thought it said an hour and a half. I was going to lose my mind. Half an hour, okay. Facts two, the first time Princess was due to fly, 
Her friends convinced her that she needed a first-time flyers form, and if she didn't have it, she couldn't go. Okay, number three. Mid-show, once Princess had to throw her wig, she then slipped on it and sprained her arm. Oh. Okay, okay. Oh, does that uh, one make you feel sad? Yeah. <laughs> it did, yeah. Okay. had a reaction to it. Number one. So you did mention that it stopped working at War of the Worlds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you do for half, half an hour? Okay, no, firstly, why was it such a long, why was it half an hour? What was it, what went wrong? So, like I said, it's a tech-heavy show. Yeah. There's always something that goes wrong. And at this one, it was mainly because the holograms kept glitching. And because they glitch, we couldn't move the show further. Okay. Yeah. So that, the glitching section is not in my section. I'm not in, but the whole show has to stop because you can't move you the can't next. You can't just send people in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So then uh, there's a problem with that. You got to keep speaking. Yeah, and you just chatted. <laughs> yeah. For half an hour. For ho it was the most intense and horrible thing. Like I said, I hate, <laughs> I hate improvisation. You yeah. Know? <sighs> Even thinking about it, it's just horrible. <laughs> it's just yeah, I don't, I don't like it. It was awful. So I had to just think about my character. It was, actually, it helped because my character is very kooky. Okay. So my character was called Grimaldi. So she's kind of like here in their present, but also in past and also in the future. Oh, wow. So I could just say strange, strange, random things. Yeah. So I said strange, random things. And for half an uh, hour. You know, just silent for a little bit. Then I went, well, so what, what are you doing then? What, what were you doing here? Are you the ones who sent the aliens here? Like. What are oh, you having talking yeah. about? And then I'm like, okay, now I'm normal again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I did a lot of that. And then asking them about what do they think, more about their own selves as a person, because they had to work <laughs> as a team. Who do you think is going to be the captain of this okay, team? Okay, cool, cool. Who do you think is going to be? Tell me. Sometimes they didn't know people. Sometimes they did. If they didn't know someone, it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in this particular moment, I had to do a lot of that. Yeah, I was just asking them loads of questions and being strange myself. Yeah. And being odd. And at one stage, actually, it got to probably about 15 minutes in. I just went to everyone, I'm going to stop speaking now. They were probably like, thank God for that. And I went like that. <laughs> you just sat there? Yeah. For like, only like five minutes. Yeah. Only. And they just spoke amongst nerve. themselves. Because they were like, this is, she's really I mean, strange. Like, enough, yeah. she's... <laughs> but I'm acting weird the whole time, so it's just a part of the character. But then when you hear that ding dong, it was like the biggest weight off of my shoulder ever. I, I hate stuff like that. Yeah. Horrible. Okay. I wonder if they sort those problems out anyway. I hope so. That was a, if that one's not true, that was an in-depth answer for that. Okay, number two, the first time you were due to fly, your friends convinced you that you needed a first-time flyers form and you didn't have it. When were... This must have been, a, like, a long time ago, the first time you flew. And Yeah, so the first time I went on a plane, I was 27. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, so actually, I thought it was going to be when you were, like, no, 15. No, 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 not that long okay, ago. Okay, so you're 27. Mm -hmm. uh, how did they... what? Why did they only, when do, when did they tell you you needed the first time flyers for one? Oh, when we were getting closer. So you know, like when you know you've got the sign that comes up and tells you where your gate is, what gate is, and it's open or whatever, in the airport. Yeah. We walked all the way there. And as we were walking, that's when <laughs> one of them decides to say. Oh, have you got your form? Yeah, have you got your first time flyers form? Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, it was the most horrific experience again. Why do people like to put me through terrible traumatic times? Because I was scared of flying. Actually, to this okay. day, I still don't like flying, even yeah. though I travel a lot. I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like getting to a destination. I like being in a new destination, but I don't like the fact you've got to go on a It's a bit together. freaky, yeah. yeah. So um, they told me, yep, yeah, you've got to, got to get your first-time flyers form out. So I was just like, what, what do you mean I've got to get a first-time yeah. flyer form? I don't have that. No one told me that. You're telling me you didn't get one inside your passport letter. It comes with the letter. We've all had one. Oh. Amy, did you get one, yeah? Steph, did you get one? Yeah, Curse, did you have one, yeah? They were like, yeah, we all got one. You don't have it. Call your mum, maybe she's got it. <laughs> I'm like, what are we talking about? Like, yeah. I'm panicking. Yeah, I'm already yeah, yeah. scared. And then we get to the queue. You now you're queuing up to, to actually board. And I was thinking, oh, they can't be, this can't be true. I'm having a panic attack. Oh, bless her. It was horrible. Got to the gate. <laughs> I never knew they told the guy behind the desk at the gate to tell what? me, ask me, have you got your first time flyers form? No. Yeah. And he did. And that is when I really was, I, my heart Anakin. was, yeah, it was awful experience, horrible. And it was like, ha ha, we're joking, ha ha <laughs> It's not funny, because no. already I'm crying that I'm going yeah. on a plane, and now you're making me cry that I don't have a first time flyers form. Bunch of beeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, oh, this is always so difficult. That was a really good answer to you. Okay, number three. Mid-show, once Princess had to throw her wig, then she slipped on it and sprained her arm. Why did you have to throw your wig? The character was, I was such a son. Why did you have to throw Yeah, I'm getting intense now. <laughs> yeah, you are, you are getting very intense. Get... You need to chill out. <laughs> um, this is a game. <laughs> well, the character at the time, it was a show that me and my friends put on. We actually had a production company for a while called um, Women in Black. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was a show about depression. And the character I was playing was depressed and she was going through a manic episode of being oh. really excitable okay so dancing having lots of fun and then just threw the wig off and like yeah great times through it still dancing forgetting that the wig is on the floor mm -hmm. and i slipped on it banged my arm really really hard on the floor and the whole audience were like Ooh! <laughs> and then the lights went out because oh. actually it was the end because it was only like a snippet version of the show okay. it was through like a it was a festival we were doing a bit like edinburgh okay there's a festival there's only like a snippet of it and yeah i had to go with amy, amy did you go straight there yeah afterwards yeah i had yeah, to yeah. yeah i wasn't going to but i was from when i was walking around like this and i weren't moving it it's like yeah um, and i've broken this arm before so, have you yeah how long did it take to heal mm, i can't even remember uh I don't think like about a month or a couple months. Okay. I remember. This is so difficult. What else can I ask? What else can I ask? What else can I? Hmm. They're all true. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> um, oh my. I want to say that I would probably believe the first time flyers thing though, especially if I didn't like flyers. My first time flying, all my friends are saying it. But when did they get the chance to tell the guy at the gate? War of the Worlds is completely plausible, but then that's why it could just be a really good lie because it could have happened, it just didn't happen. Mid-show, Princess had to throw her wig. That one's throwing me off a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I, oh. The ones that throw me off are just always true anyways. So, <laughs> <laughs> so 
What was the show called? The show's called D Myself and I. D Myself and I. Uh, where were you flying to? Lanzarote. It's quick. It's quick. Um, you've already spoken a lot about that one. Hmm. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love that everyone puts you through this. I don't. You don't, okay. That <laughs> <laughs> was really, really good is what I'm going to say. I Can I just say all good. three experiences? Horrific. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to just choose one. I'm going to have to just choose one. I'm really feeling the pressure because I want to get one right. <laughs> First time you're due to fl I can't believe that. Surely not. You thought, no, because it could. I believe it. <laughs> That's the issue here. I would believe that. So you threw your wig. Was it like a, a, re a realistic wig or was it like a funky wig? A realistic wig? wig, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was in the scripts that you had to throw it? No, actually. It was just done within the spot the moment i can't remember if we spoke about it but i feel like i just done it and you just slipped my wig and it was only a snippet of the show oh it's hard i'm really i don't know i'm going through mental turmoil trying to figure this out okay i'm just gonna go gonna be number one that's not true it's just gonna be i always go with my gut so i'm gonna go against my gut and ignore it and hopefully it's not right i think that you didn't have to improv for half an hour is that the lie that is the lie that no. is the lie no. <laughs> yeah. oh, I see it. i said and i said to Elle, I was like, this is gonna be very hard for me because i don't i'm not a good liar i'm actually but i'm not a good liar Wow, <laughs> and you know, oh, I don't even. It's know a good, it's a good lie, though, right? Yeah, that was really. How I'm do you surprised. feel? Do you feel amazing? Yeah. I feel what was good the one that was your gut? Was it the the wig? Yeah, I really. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> so that happened. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> and the flying fall. And that happened. Yeah. I can't believe that. I need to. Not and actually, probably what was happened in and not not half an hour. Yeah. There was a day it was half an hour, but I wasn't there. Oh, thank God thank I wasn't God there. For that. Yeah. <laughs> I did it. Okay. Well, there we go. That brings us to the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, just before we wrap up, I do have a little gift to say thank you for coming on. Oh my um, gosh, you silly boy. No, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> oh, there we go. So I'll pass that over to you. You can open it now. Oh. It's just a little thank you for coming on. Oh, we this really is so cute. It. And it's been awesome Ooh. to Loving the sticker. A little sticker, and it's from yep. uh, one of my good friends, Ellie. She's yeah. got her own little small business called the Yorkshire Knitter. <gasps> oh, sorry, I was really screaming. Sorry, I hope that doesn't come out too yeah, loud in the mic. This is the most adorable thing. Oh my it's gosh, this is so cute. Yeah, and look at the dress. Yeah. It's even got the little silver bit. Yeah, she's Ellie is so great. So she's got the Yorkshire Knitter. Yeah. That's her little business. Well, it's actually quite a big Guys. Yeah. Um, this yeah. actually does look like me and that cover of yeah. the, the poster so for good. the wedding speech. Is awesome. oh. You can get, literally, she'll do anything. You can send pictures of your pets. Yeah. She'll crochet your pets. She does little animals, which she does like 
these turtles with like desserts as their shells. It's really cute. I'm going to send this in the wedding speech group on WhatsApp. Oh. So look what I have what. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you so much. Thank for you. On. Oh no, thank we you. Really it. It's been so great talking to you and hearing all your stories. And I did the game right. Yeah. <laughs> for once. I'm actually a little bit annoyed because I'm, it was mine that made the one that broke the chain. But at the same time, you needed to win. I, at some it was point. a pure guess. Yeah. It was a pure guess. You had to I win at some point. Anything. But it was a very, very good line. It was. It was very really, good. Yeah, they're getting really good at this. I don't like it. <laughs> you <laughs> don't like it. Don't ever believe me. anything they say to you. No. Ever. Ever. But yeah, thank you. Oh, thank and you. Have a lovely rest of your day. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to Princess's episode. It's been so fun chatting to her. And I got the, the question at the end, right? The game. So. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to like, share with all your friends, subscribe to our YouTube channel, listen to it on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, do all of that. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for watching.